get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Giving you just a little bit of a weather update from the Hobo Fish Camp located in Oak Hill, Florida. It is in the county of Volusia and we are getting ready because today is launch day. And yes, we've had a lot of launches here in the area, but we have not had any manned American astronaut flights in nine goddamn years here. And that sucks. It really sucks, guys. It hurt our community and the surrounding areas when we heard that the space program was coming to an end. I was there. I went out to Kennedy Space Center to see the final launch of Atlantis, and it was sad to see it finally coming in for the last time. I went over and saw it before they wheeled it into the museum there at KSC. The space program is so vital to this area. And the people that don't live in Central Florida, they look at the space program as nothing but a waste of money. And it's not. I said this on yesterday's podcast. How can we be considered a superpower in the world when we have to rely on other countries to be able to get up to space, to get up to the International Space Station, which Americans had a huge role in building that whole thing. And we can't even get up on our own because our government thought, oh, it's too much of a waste. There's better things we could be spending money on. I was on Twitter today and I read some idiot, some imbecile on Twitter wrote, why are we wasting money right now when there are so many people that are sick with COVID-19? and don't have the personal protection equipment that they need, our nurses and our doctors. I tweeted at this bit because you can't come at people as hard as you would have back in the day on Twitter. Twitter used to be the wild, wild west where you could get away with anything and everything you wanted to. But now you got to be careful. But I tweeted her and said, hey, are you an idiot? This is not on our dime right now. None of the taxpayers' money is going to this because Elon Musk has been working on this for years. He's been sending up cargo 12, 14, even 20 times a year to resupply the International Space Station. He's had problems. I was out here fishing one day when the rocket that he was about to launch exploded on the launch pad. You're going to have those mistakes. Even when the government was in control of our space program, they lost people. We lost the Challenger and we lost Columbia. So I think Elon's got a pretty good track record so far, but it's not looking good right now. It really, really is not looking good for this launch. But as a Floridian living in Central Florida, I'm used to this. There are so many times where I've driven out to KSC right across the river, the intercoastal to watch a launch just for it to be canceled at the very last second. And that's what happens in Florida with the space program. They want to be careful, especially when they're sending human lives up into space. I don't have high hopes that it's going to launch today, but who knows? It could clear up right before they're about to launch. And I got to tell you, I've been watching a lot of the local news coverage. They're going wall to wall with this. And this is the type of stuff that the news directors at 2, 6, 9, and 35, they salivate over this. They have a big 
local news story that is also national as well. And they're going to cover this wall to wall. And they got their lead anchor on WKMG Local 6. They got their lead anchor, Justin Warmoth. Yes, he does the morning show. And if you don't know who Justin Warmoth is, he is the son of the legendary Greg Warmoth over at WFTV Channel 9. But Justin, he has been handpicked. I'm not saying that he got fast-tracked just because of his dad. Justin was out on the streets as a reporter covering this area, especially Brevard County and Volusia County. He was all over the place, and he was absolutely killing it. And then he got the morning anchor job, and ever since then, I'm saying Justin Warmoth, right now, he might not be the biggest TV news personality in Central Florida, Orlando, but he will be. But Justin is always inside, behind the anchor desk, in a studio, and his hair is always on point. His hair, not one single strand of hair is ever out of place while he's anchoring the morning news. But they've got him out there because this is the first time in nine years that they're launching Americans into space off of American soil. So they have him out there and the wind is blowing and his hair is a mess. Not bad. Still looks better than mine on one of my good days. So that's how good Justin Warma's hair is. You got to realize that's how big this story is, that they're going to send out their big swinging dick, which is Justin Warmoth, to be able to cover the story live from the area. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? Tuttle here. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And I'm actually really, really honored right now to have this gentleman on my show because I've been working. I was an intern. I started out just like this guy that I'm about to talk to. And there's not a lot of them. You know, if it wasn't for somebody teaching me and giving me the knowledge that I needed to be able to get ahead in the radio business, I wouldn't be where I'm at today because a lot of people in the radio business, they are afraid to teach the people that are coming in how to do things because radio is so competitive. And if you're in, and a lot of people are afraid that if they teach the guys that are coming up, how to do what they're doing, that person is going to take your job. And I've never been that way because somebody took the time to be able to teach me. And I always want to pay a fork. And I was working on the Bubble Up Fun show. And this guy came in as an intern. And he has that it factor. And when I say it factor, just somebody that comes in and is relatable. 
people can, you know, relate with. And that is this guy, The Rock. You know him as Mocha Prince from the Bubba Loves Fun Show. And Tarot, what's up, man? How are what's you? What's up, buddy? I'm good. What's up? Oh, man, that was a, a hell of an intro, man. Like, I'm going to have to invite you to my wedding, you know? <laughs> now, you, uh, no. Give a little speech for me. But I got to be real, Tarot. I mean, when you came in, and I'm not going to blow you up all the way because you have kind of screwed up a little bit. <laughs> you know, but you have that it factor, man. You do. You really are a very likable guy. And that's what you need to be successful in radio. Have you always been that way? Are you, you know, that type of guy that is just easy to talk to? You know, I, you, yeah, you could, you could say that. You know, it, it stems from, uh, I guess you could say, you know, growing up in the environment that I did. You know, I went to, know very diverse high school and you know I was introduced to a lot of different cultures so I kind of you know you had to be flexible with the people you met you know a lot of backstories you know for instance if you're from just for an example say you're you know you're born in the country stuff like that and that that's all you know so it's hard to relate you know to other people and other cultures once you actually get out into the world so you know a lot of my best friend I you know my best friend's Croatian you know I I'm half Eritrean like I've been and I've traveled around the world to where you know you get used to different people different personalities and at the end of the day you know my big thing is I, I tend to try to see the best in people you know um, I, I'm I, I, I feel as if I'm good at reading and you know especially like nonverbal type of behavior and I, I just go off that you know it's I always tell you know other people like you know I could always like find work because I can learn quick and I know how to, to fit in I guess now, let me, let me start out from the beginning of when I met you. How was it coming into the environment working on the Bubble the Love Fun Show? Dude, I, I, I loved it. I, it was what, I'll say this. It was kind of like my first experience, I guess you'd say, outside of any type of, I mean, I know it was internship and it was, you know, school related, but let's be honest, that's, that's not like your usual internship where, you, you know, somebody's checking off hours and, and mailing it in or anything like that. That was, this was just, a, it was a real life experience. And the good thing is, you know, I, I, even though I was in school, I came in a little older, you know, I'm not 21, I'm not 22. So it's not like a shock to me. I, I, I mean, I know how things work and I loved it, man. And, you know, it's the, the hard part was, and I'll be honest with you and, I, and I'm honest with you guys all the time, but it, it was the time frame. you know, yeah. even with that, like, I, I am the back of my mind, you know, it's like, hey, man, if you really want to do something, who cares what time it is? I mean, that's the, the sacrifice you have to make. But at the end of the day, it was, you know, getting off at work at, you know, three o'clock in the morning, having to be there at five, six o'clock in the morning, working that afternoon, having class. So it was just it was I tried the best of my ability. And, and the hard part is, you know, this about yourself. I know this about myself. I know when I work best, when I'm my, my <clears throat> mind is clear. My mindset, yeah. you know, I'm on track. It's 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 not that early, and it's hard to make that adjustment at a snap of a finger. So, like you said, man, with your voice, you know, do, talking four hours a day, that, oh, yeah. that takes a toll. You know, I mean, I know it's six to ten, but after after two hours, it's just you know, you're 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 tired. You're literally but, tired. 
But I, I, I got to bring this up, and I don't think a lot of people realize this. When you are going for an internship, it's not paid. So you still have, you still have to hustle. You're still going to school, and you have to work a job. And a lot of people don't know this about you. But you were working a job where you were barking. So right. you would work a late hour, still have to go to school and get up early in the morning and still try to perform and impress the people at the station that you're working at. Exactly. And keeping that same energy, you know, it's like, because people can tell when, when, when you're off, you know, when you're not, you can tell when you're not, when it's not clicking as fast or, you know, you're stuttering or you're kind of forgetting certain words and stuff like that. And, you know, with the show, it's, it's all about how, you know, you know, we all connect with each other. You kind of feed off each other. Like, so the, so the podcast I do now, and, you know, like I said, we'll get into that later. Like I have a co-host and there are times when, you know, he may not be a hundred percent. I may not be a hundred percent, but that, you know, we recognize that with each other. You still got to perform though. You still have to perform. Right, right. It, I now, let me, now, let me let me ask you this. I don't mean to cut you off, though, but how were you How were you in your younger year? Were you an outgoing guy? Were you, like, sheltered? Were you an outgoing type of person before oh. all of this? Yes, that, uh, 120%. You know, I, uh, I, w- I was a good kid. And, you know, I was I was an athlete. I played sports. I mean, nothing. You know, I was and a you no. You grew like, up in Michigan, right? Yep, yep. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Now, Grand Rapids. If you know, a lot of people don't know geography and stuff. Where is uh, Grand Rapids compared to, like, a Detroit? So Detroit is all the way. Um, well, a lot of people from Michigan they put up the the mitten, you know, with their hand with the. Uh, Detroit is all the way east. You know, it's almost by the border by Canada. Grand Rapids yeah. is literally maybe three hours west, um, uh, about a thirty-minute drive to Lake Michigan. Um, but you know, I mean, what I always tell people, home of Floyd Mayweather. That's where he's from. Oh hell yeah, man! Money, yeah, money Mayweather. Mayweather. Trust me, and he does. I mean, I wish he came back and did a little bit more for the community. But either way, that that usually helps uh, people uh, navigate. But you know, it's a it's a decent city, I would say. Now- now, the same size as Tampa. Now, let me ask you, and, and I'm not trying to, like, offend it, but what kind of community did you grow up in? Was it an African-American community, more mixed? Like, give me an idea of where you grew up. So it was a little bit of both. So we moved around throughout the city. Okay, so you have, like, a south side, you have, like, a north side. And most of the time, you know, generally when you think of South Side, most people think it's bad. But in Grand Rapids, it's the opposite. Like South Side is actually the good side, and North Side is, you know, I would say not so good. But uh, you know, I moved around the city a lot. I, I grew up with, you know, whether it's the African American community, the Latino community, um, but especially with the Eritrean community. And I, wait, I know wait, I kinda... wait, back up, back up, Eritrea. Uh, uh, now you feed me up. <laughs> so Eritrea. So I. I don't know if you remember, but remember, I'm my, my father originally is from Eritrea. Yes, so, yes, yes, I do remember that. Yep. 
this small little country in East Africa. They, they, you know, it's funny. They actually call it like the North Korea Africa. It's really secluded. You know, they kind of can you give me can, can you give me an idea? What are some of the other countries around that area? Okay, so or, do, you or know, do you know? Do you know where the like the Red Sea is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Eritrea borders the Red Sea on its uh, east coast, and on a, yeah. uh, the country to the left, it would be Ethiopia. Okay. Country above it would be uh, like Sudan, Sudan, and then uh, Egypt, obviously above that. And it's kind of in the Horn of Africa, that little area over there. Really small though. Really now small. I, I I don't want to like pry too much though. So now that was your dad was from that area, correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Now and now where was your mom from, and how did they meet? So my mom is actually from St. Louis. Oh, well, yeah. excuse me, not St. Louis, but we'll say Missouri, and. My dad came here in the I, mid to early 80s. So just a, a little history. I, I don't want to bore you too long. But there's been a um, – it's over now. But there was like a civil war – not civil war, excuse me, independence war with uh, oh, his no. country. Now, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I've researched. Like one of my favorite subcuts of all time, and I, I don't think it gets enough attention, is history. So mm-hmm. I do like – read a lot about stuff that's going on in other countries so mm-hmm. yeah i i kind of know what you're talking about mm-hmm. so, so so go ahead yeah so what happened was so my dad was in that war he's fighting for his freedom obviously yes um, of course and this war has went on for about 30 years just recently they like had a, a peace treaty sign i think like now was it was it now, was it a genocide-type deal, or no? no because they it deal just, with that a lot in Africa. Yeah, but, the, I mean, usually genocide is more, like, religion-based. But yeah. over there, it was more over there, fighting over land, pretty much. So a small, usually a small strip of land. And, you know, the sad part is, is the people look exactly the same. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference between someone who's Eritrean and someone who is, you know, Ethiopian, which is the yeah. neighboring country that we're at war with. But... You know, unfortunately, you know, the, the politically, I guess you could say, they make the rules, and you know, and a lot of people fought and didn't want to fight. Um, but basically, my dad fought, uh, moved to America, kind of as like a refugee, because I mean, the, the country was in turmoil. You got war going on. You got all types of craziness. He came, yeah. and I don't know if you know this, but when you come over to America as a refugee, usually they put people of the same from the same country, kind of in, like, the same areas. Yeah. So Grand, so Grand Rapids, there's a big community of Eritreans, which is which is great. You know, you want to be, obviously, around your people as much as possible, especially, when, you know, when English is not your first language. So when he came, they gave him, like, a uh, a foster family, pretty much. Uh, uh, somewhat, like, uh, I, I mean, this is way before I was born. But, you know, family that take, take, took care of him, you know, get him, you know, used to uh, American customs and, and you know, the job and all that stuff. So eventually, you know, he met my mother um, and they hit it off. Uh, I have an older sister. So she's about, what, about, about to be 40 almost. And then 89. Well, I'm 40. I'm 40. So if you want your sister to holler at, you know, <laughs> a, a white Listen, dude, I'm a, new, I'm a, new uncle. a white I'm dude that, that. Is, is doing a podcast and is beat up PT Cruiser and stuff. I'm making nah. about a hundred dollars a day. <laughs> I can't promise much, but I gotta tell hey. you, I would be honored to be your brother-in-law. You miss, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? Nah, but I mean, <laughs> that, 
Listen, that would be great, but she's, she's been married for like 10 years. Oh, so God, I, I, I missed just, out on everything. Yeah, and I, I'm a new uncle. I got it. Well, not that new anymore. My niece will be about a, almost two years old in a couple months at Thanksgiving. So, yeah. But man, how I'm, does that feel? I mean, how does that feel? Because I'm an only child. And I got to tell you, and I know this is going to sound weird, but, and, and, and I don't try to be morbid or anything, but I'm an only child. So once my parents are gone, I have no, like, real family. And I've been trying to do a better job at meeting my cousins and having a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And and I kind of envy the people that have brothers and sisters. Well, you know that that that's kind of like a double edged sword, though. You know, I'll be honest with you, because you know the the big factor is definitely age and uh, obviously gender. Um, Are you have, the youngest? No, I, I'm the second oldest, but total, I have three sisters and no brothers. So my older sister, you know, we're seven years apart. So it, we were, I mean. Obviously, we grew up together, but the gap is so large to where, you know, it's almost like a second mom to me. You know, if, if that makes sense, she took care of me when I was younger. Oh, and, yeah, without a doubt. And then the, the younger sisters are, what, 20, one's 24 and one's 20. So that gap is almost almost the same. You know, so I, it's like we're, we're siblings, and obviously I love my siblings. We all love each other. But as far as, like, experience with each other, you know, someone was always at a, at a different uh, platform, you know, versus where I'd be at or my sister be at. Like, you know, I have a little sister, she finished high school, you know, and I'm almost 30 years old. It doesn't really relate too well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, don't, don't envy that. You know, you, like I said, you get in touch with, with cousins and stuff. And, and I'll be honest, man, like, you're not missing out on anything. You but, know, you, I, but I mean, be, but I mean, I mean, be real with me, Mr. Rock. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying, though? Like, of course you, but have you ever, you know, uh, one way to circumvent that is, you know, having friends or best friends or, or whatever, they're just as good as siblings, uh, you know, at the end of the day. No, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, friends are friends. Like, for example, you know, me and Colt, you, you, you know, Colt from Bobby right. Show, like, that's my dude. Like, that's my buddy. And I have that connection with them. But on the other hand, since I've been back, since I got let go from Bubba Show, I've reconnected with those friends that were high school buddies. I mean, now, do you have those guys that you grew up with that you're always going to have those connections with? Even though you maybe you haven't talk to them in a very long time you could still start talking with them like nothing ever happened yeah i think it's important to keep you know those people around you know so we all start off with and we just you know i'll bring it back to like high school maybe even a little before that but you know we always have that group of friends usually you know it always starts off with location you know they're in the neighborhood you know you you kind of tend to hang out with people who are near you um so you know, I had some great friends, and as you go through high school, we went to college, and, you know, we, we got older, you notice your circle will get smaller, 
And that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing. Last, you know, you don't want to have too many people you have to worry about or look after. So I got a, you know, I got a tight click of, you know, about three tops, maybe four really good friends. I'm talking about guys that are going to be my best men. They're going to be my wedding, you know, that are going to be my funeral and so on and so forth to where we stay in touch. Um, the, the great thing is they're in Michigan and, well, actually one's in California, one's in Michigan. And I preach this to the, to today. Sometimes as great as your friends are, and I don't know the situation with, with, you know, other friendships amongst other people, but with me, I need them in my life, but I need them at a distance, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, they need to be in Grand Rapids, or they need to be in California, because when we get together, sometimes, you know, you can lose track of, you know, your own personal goals or, or your own achievements. Um, and the great thing is, though, they have done some amazing stuff. So it, it almost motivates me and it pushes me to you know be just as good. So when I when I go into situations like like the Bubba Show or or you know any internship or any podcast, you know I, I I try to put myself on the level to where you know on a professional level to where you know I know my friends will be proud of me. I know my you know family and whoever will be proud of me as well. So definitely keep those types of people in your life. They don't have to be related to you, man. You just gotta find them. I mean, Tuttle, you you broadcast, you reach thousands all the time you know like well you, i mean you got people I mean, that love you that you don't even know That's well great. i mean listen listen you've been doing this podcasting thing before me i've only done broadcast radio and this this podcast thing is completely new to me so you're already ahead of the game from me but let's back up a little bit here so you're talking about your friends being your best man. Now, I gotta admit, you're a player. You're a good-looking dude. You work out all the time. You're jacked as hell, working so, out all the time. So let me so tell you. So when this. are you gonna get tied down? Are you in any hurry? I gotta. So I gotta confess. I gotta confess, and I always want to tell you guys this, but I didn't want it to. To kind of slow the show down, or, or, or <laughs> oh, I cannot I, wait to hear this. I've had I've had a girlfriend for the past I don't know almost a little over two and a half years now. The really, time, the entire time. So so basically, so what? Obviously, first day at, at Bubba show, and you know Bubba yeah. hypes me up and yada 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 so on and so forth. And you know, obviously, the question came up with the whole: Are you seeing somebody? Yada yada and. I didn't, I didn't, of course, I, I lied. I mean, my girlfriend, too. I was like, you know. No, I didn't but want, I didn't, can I stop you? Can I stop you real quick? You did the right thing. Because you want to keep your personal life separate. Exactly. But at the same time, you're a good-looking dude. You are in shape. You got a great personality. And that's only going to help your profile. As a broadcaster, and, and to I remain agree. that way. So you played it brilliant. You did. Yeah, you really, and, really did. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I did because I just didn't want like, like once I, I felt like it's really important to when you first start off. Like right now, I I, I still feel as if I'm definitely in the in the starting off phase. I'm still in the in the rookie phase. So like I want to establish. I want to make sure that this is what I do. This is how I do it. This is who I am. You know, I never want to give off a, a, a fake 
personality or you know now, I don't walk now in. can I can I ask you what has she thought though the oh, she, the girl you've been with she loves it she and the thing is and she supports it oh, like that then you are already ahead of the game man if she supports it you she, have nothing to worry about. And I was, I'll be honest with you, I was a little like, you know, I didn't know how that would turn out, you know, because it, I mean, you, who knows how relationships end, but you know, it, 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 the support from her and, you know, from friends and family, from you guys, it pushes me even more. So then I, I just try to, you know, own my craft. I try to sharpen my skills and, and, and try to be as good as possible. And, you know, the only thing I, I struggle with, I, I would say, or well, I struggle with a lot of things is probably the technical side of this like you said you just started doing podcasts and you know as well as i know you know when you're editing and there's this audio and this video and so on and so forth it, it can get really tedious and that's probably an area yep. i would want to improve now let me ask you this so now there's a couple of things in the news right now that i want to talk to you about and if you don't feel comfortable talking about them but what? No, 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 no. The guy, the the black male that died up in Minnesota because uh-huh. of the police. Now, is that something that you think about on a daily basis? No. And not. and 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 I'm not saying that all police are bad. Me being a a a white male. I can never put myself in your shoes, but I want to. I, I I would just like to get your thoughts a little bit about that. I don't know how much you followed it, but well, I think what happened is a travesty. Hell, you want to know how bad it was? Fuck news. My dad, not a bad person but he supports Trump he watches Fox News but John Hannity who is the biggest Trump supporter is even saying what the cops did to this black male is fucked up is that it is. something you have to deal with you know it, 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 it's hard to say it, it's a, a yes to no question so basically, you know, I just I found out just like everyone else. You, know, you go on Facebook, you go. I mean, it's all over the news and stuff like that. My, my concern is, you know, we we see this, we know this is going on. These horrendous things that's happening in the African American community. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't happen every day. I mean, it's just it, it's unfortunate when it does happen. It's glorified and it's blown up on the news. But I I'm more upset is that you know these things happen and we protest. Everybody's outraged. And then a week later, two weeks later, everyone forgets. It's like, I'm a big believer in making a difference. But if we're going to make a difference, you got to, got to be like all in on, you know, I'm, I mean, you may call me crazy, but if that happens to to me or somebody I know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out there and protest and, you know, complain, because that doesn't change anything. And and listen, and Sirach, I hope you don't think that I'm asking you that question as 
trying to like a god do question. I'm 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 really really want to know because I I want to get your side of the story because yeah. I've never been in that situation. You know, you I, know, I I have not either personally. I mean, I've been in situations where police are involved, and you know, it, it seemed like. You know, maybe they were profiled or something like that. But I can't have that mindset. You know, I can't go into every situation with something bad happening with cops around that, oh, they're after me. No, because that's, that's what the issue is now. You know, that's fuel to the fire. But I, I will tell you this, you know, if I'm a big believer in if something like that happens and you protest and you peaceful, I, I hate peaceful protest because it, it achieves nothing. It literally achieves nothing. So see it this way. Say if, for example, say if you're in an argument with, with somebody, with a guy, you don't like him, he doesn't like you, and he slaps you in the face hard, yeah. I mean, to where it hurts, what do you do? What do you immediately do after that? I mean, you want to retaliate, but, you know, if you retaliate, it's going to put you in a bad spot as well. Okay, so say he slaps your, your family member, your mom or dad. Oh, we're we're definitely going then. Like, like we're we're definitely going. Exactly. You would you would you would be a fool to try to talk it out with them. No. So I'm not saying go out and you know kill cops or anything like that. No, that, that's not. No, what I'm of saying. course not. But but you have to fight fire with fire. You know, if you really are concerned and you care, you like Facebook posts. That's that's not gonna do shit. That that's yeah. Oh, I'm sad. I get it, but no, if you're really upset about this, you go out there and make a difference. The only thing mm-hmm. is, everybody wants to talk about it, but no one wants to put the work in. And, well, you know, when it's a racial divide, which, you know, for me is difficult because, I, I don't know if you know this, but my, my actual girlfriend is white, so I, I can see things from both sides of it, you, you know, and what the police did is, is uncalled for, and it's unacceptable. No, but, it, I, mean, I mean, you want me to be honest, Rock? You know, like with everybody protesting uh, the uh, social distancing and everything being shut down right now, um, mm-hmm. in Michigan, in their state capital, a bunch of white people walked in to the capital wearing AR 15. And the way I look at it, and I know a lot of white people are going to look at me and they're going to call me a traitor to my race and stuff. But if that would have been a black male walking into the Michigan state capitol wearing an AR-15, he would have been shot immediately. Yeah, it would have been a shootout. It would have been a shootout. Easily. But why is it fair for white people to walk in with AR around their waist and that be okay? I think it is just hypocritical. A, a, a lot of police, not a lot, but certain certain police, you I know, this may... I respect the police. I it, respect it, the police. And this may be, you know, and I don't want to be assuming, but... I, I honestly think some of them are, are fearful of black males, like fearful, like fearful. I don't know about for their life, but they see them more as a threat just by being who, who they hey, are. Listen. And it's not it's not their fault. It's the fact that they haven't been in situations around black males or they they it's something they're not used to. Like yeah. even for me, like if I'm, you know, I'm comfortable around 
anybody. What I can see is if, you know, if if you went, not you, but we'll say a random white guy went with me to, you know, some hood bar or something like that, like, they would feel uncomfortable. Not because they are, you know, fear for their life. It's just, it's, people are scared of things they don't understand and that they don't know. Yeah. And unfortunately, when you are a, a, a figure of authority, like a police officer who is supposed to, you know, up, uphold the law and whatnot, and your ultimate defense is your, you know, your sidearm, you're going to use it. I mean, you just are. You're going to use it. You're going to do whatever yeah. you can to to protect yourself. And, you know, when, when when you're a cop and you're in a heated, you know, anybody, when you're in a heated uh, situation, you're not thinking, man. You, if Unless you're trained, you know, you got military training or you're, you've been in a situation before, if this is your first time, you're going to, you're not thinking. You're going to fuck up or you're going to yeah. do something. You're going to regret. So that's why every time you see, you know, these, uh, press conferences with these police officers and they're sorry. I do believe they're sorry. I really do. I just think their natural reaction in the moment they're unprepared is to do what they did. And, well, it, listen. It, sucks. and it, it sucks. Well, listen, I mean, I'll give you an example, okay? I live and I've been helping my parents out during this pandemic. They both have underlying health issues, so I've been helping them out. I I record my podcast in my car every single day, and uh-huh. a cop here in the county that uh, that I'm in came up to my car while I was recording my podcast, and mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as I saw him, I put my hand on the steering wheel. I'm not gonna take those chances, right? You know because. They are coming up. They don't know what's going on. And even me being a white male, I put my hands on the goddamn steering wheel because I didn't want to take any chances. But is that crazy, though? Like, you should never have to feel that way. And he should yeah, have. But, but, I mean, you're right. You're right, Sarat. You're completely right. But put yourself in the shoes of the police officers that are walking up to somebody, I'm not saying it's right, but they want to go home to their families just as much as we do. Right. But let me ask you this. Is it, is it his, well, how do I say it? So I understand the concern from the police officers, police officers point of view, but at the end of the day, then why sign up to be a police officer? You're not no, forced to do that. Like, why I sign agree. up for something you can't handle? Like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I, you know what's funny? I always tell people, hey, have you ever been, like, in, like, a, a fist fight before in your life? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I've, I've been in a few, you know, through high school, through whatever, you know, kids. So when, when you've done that a couple times, a few times, you are used, you know how to assess a situation. You know how mm-hmm. to, to recognize what a real threat is and what yep. it's, you know, what could possibly happen and you know and i think a lot of the the training i don't i mean i don't know what the police officer does for training but you can train as much as you can but until you have experience in those situations you're never really gonna know what to do when you are in that moment and it, it shows it, it shows you ever watch there's a um one of my favorite movies um end of watch with uh oh yes yeah like I, I mean i know it was a movie and obviously it's not you know, all this stuff, a lot of the stuff is fake, but 
do you see I, watching that shows how those cops understand their environment they un, they they've been there they live there they know how to set situation and you know you they were one of the scenes they had like a rookie come in and and they pretty much didn't know what they were doing and one of them almost died and got stabbed in the face or something like that and and even though that's a movie that is a real life example of what's going yep. on today and no, that's I agree. Why, I don't want to say all cops are bad. Cause I know they're not. I know that not all cops. Are bad. I I feel bad, you know, because some of them, you know, they got to deal with that and then go well, out. Well, I mean, I mean, Sirach, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I mean, listen. One of my favorite movies of all time is Boys in the Hood. And do you yeah. remember that scene where the black cop has uh Cuba Good Junior? over the hood of the car and has the gun in his face and 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 it happened even if it's white or black it still yeah. happened and back then you didn't see it because it wasn't you know there's no cameras there's no cell phones and i think that's what the big difference is now is we have access to you know all it takes is somebody to turn their phone on go on facebook live and it's just like they're their own journalists at that point so I think it's just coming to light, but I feel like it's been going on way worse for a very long time. And yeah, well, well, listen, I did not mean to get you into a serious side of this oh, no, conversation. I like, I like, I know, I like it. So you know, I always tell people, I like talking about anything. You know, I, no, my, but I, I mean, I don't want you to think that I'm just, you know, trying to use you to. You know, so the, uh, make the, uh, the white black agenda. That's what, not it. You know, that, uh, I respect you a hundred percent, and I would uh, do anything to see you succeed in broadcasting. Oh, of course, I I trust you. It's no problem with me. What was that? Remember the Chappelle show with Paul Mooney? What was yeah. the segment called? Ask the black dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I don't want it to be that way, though. I mean, no, I hope you not. know that. Now, listen, while I have you on, how can people check you out? I know you're doing a podcast, so tell everybody how they can check you out. Yes, uh, the weekly review. Okay, it's on, uh, we do it through Anchor, but it's on yeah. Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, uh, Anchor, of course. I do have uh, a Facebook page for it, just just for our podcast. Go on Facebook, type in the weekly review, um, starring obviously me, Sirak Eiley, and Sean Arter, who's actually my uh, my co-host. Uh, Instagram page, same thing. Actually, the Instagram it's this week's review. I think someone already had the weekly review, and obviously follow my Instagram, which is I have two of them, but my uh, podcast one is. The Rock, the Mike, all one word, and Mike as an M I C. And the way if you want, just want to hit me up on my, I guess, personal one, it's good vibes and great time. Well, I gotta tell you, Sirac, and you've known me. We've worked a lot, and you know I would not just blow smoke up your ass. I really, really do respect you. And I think you do have a bright future ahead of you when it comes to broadcasting. Thank because you. you do have that it factor. You do. 
Well, thanks, Toto. You know, and, and I'll be honest with you, man. Like, a lot of stuff, you know, I, I learned from you, man. Like, you know, going into to Bubba, sometimes you, you think you know how something is going to go before it goes. Oh, you know, I got this. But I, I'll be honest, man. I had the most fun on on, on the after show with Colton. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's like, you know, I could – I could be myself. You could, you know, I could, you could talk, and you could still, you know, it was, it was, it was more relaxed. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Bubba Show was fun as well, but obviously, I was doing more clerical type work and, you know, yeah. theater stuff like that. So that kind of got boring. But yeah, man, I, I learned a lot, man. You know, especially the way you you could hold a, a conversation. You know, like because you'd be taking calls sometimes with some people, and it's like it'd be I in my head, I wouldn't say anything. But I'd be trying to act like I was talking at the same time, and there'll be points where I'd be like, you know, I wouldn't have anything to say. It's kind of like that awkward silence. But you would always have something like, like it's like a rolodex of just replies, replies, replies. So you know, I, I definitely applaud you for that, man. Well, and, and... well, dude, you'll get to that point. But I'm just telling you, do not give up on what you're doing. And I no. really, really appreciate you coming on my show today. So. I would love to have you on again. Hell, but of course, we've anytime. been talking. We have been talking for forty minutes. Listen, right Tuttle, my my shows go on. Like I, I try to get them down to an hour, but as you know, when you got like good topics going and you know and it's flowing, <laughs> you look at the clock. It's been you know two hours or something like that, and you know and and, and the thing is, I'm a, I'm a big believer, man. Just if if you enjoy it, keep doing it. And with this podcasting or, and, and the podcast is not the main goal, to be honest with you. It's just a stepping stone, but having access to YouTube to, you know, I got my own mic, I got my own cameras, I got my own setup. Like nothing is holding anything back at this point yep. in time. You know, yep. it's your, your, your own marketer, your own boss, you know, your own host. And like I said, man, it, it's just, I, I try to keep it going, man. And I, and I try to, branched out to other podcasters like you yourself or you know i've, I've had a, a couple of buddies on or you know people that I just know around the area that that's doing stuff and it, it's just practice 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 but it's it's fun as hell man i, I can't lie i'm just sitting 30 at night and i'm having a great time <laughs> all right man well listen i hope you keep it going because you got a bright future ahead of you and I and I really, really do appreciate you coming on tonight. All right, ma'am? No problem, Tuttle. Any time. Any, if you need anything, let me know. All right, ma'am. See ya. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. With Pocket Pair Club, you can play in live poker games right on your mobile device. You can also play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. Pocket Pair Club doubles the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. And it's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411-507. That's 411-507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. All right, guys. So it is getting closer. It is 412. The SpaceX launch is supposed to go off at 433. And there's already starting to get a crowd out here at the Hobo Fish Camp. And just wanted to come out here and see if I could talk to some people and see what they're doing. Yeah, there's a lot of people out here. Yeah, Paul's down there. 
I got I got my buddy Patrick. Uh, he is uh, Bubba Army. I don't know exactly where he's from. I know he's from out of town, but I've been talking to him for a while, and he is a big fan of the space program like myself. So I'm going to try to get you guys some interviews today and see what's going on. I'm going to get some audio from my dad. Dad, so SpaceX launch. A lot of people are coming out here. Looks like we might go. Are you looking forward to it? Do you think it's going to happen? What do you think? I don't know. The weatherman said it ain't. Well, I agree. Tom Sorrells, Captain Sunshine, Tom Sorrells, I believe him. So we'll see how that goes. So, I mean, this is a big deal, right? I mean, your boy, your boy Trump, Pence, they're at the Kennedy Space Center right now. Yeah. God bless them. Now, I think it is a big deal, though, right? I mean, how can we be considered a superpower here in the United States if we have to rely on Russia to get into space? I think this is a big deal. $90 million a shot. Yeah, I did hear that. We were That's a lot of money that we're paying out. And this is privately done because Elon's pretty much flipping the bill. I mean, Elon's making money off of it. Of course he is. Well, if he starts hauling people up there to look at it, he ain't going to get me on it. Yeah, so, all right. Well, hey, we got a lot of people down here. Now, this reminds me so much of the Apollo missions, the way that this looks with the capsule and everything. Since 81, I think when they started the space program with the space shuttle, this is kind of like a throwback to the Apollo with the rocket and the capsule. That's the way it goes. Yeah, no, I'm excited about it. I'm really, really excited about it. Did you see that the one astronaut had steak and eggs this morning? Now, I was trying to wonder about that. Like, I didn't think you would want to eat a heavy meal before you get launched up into space because you got that helmet on and you definitely don't want to be puking in that helmet. You don't want to have diarrhea. Well, I mean, that's one thing. Yeah, Kaleidos City. To be floating around in that damn suit. Yeah. So, all right. I'll see you later. Have a good one. Oh, you can hear you can hear that diesel crank up. You know you're in Oak Hill when you hear a. Is that a Cummings? Cummings. Yeah, that that is a Cummings. When you hear a Cummings diesel crank up here in Volusia County, that's how you know you're in Oak Hill. So we'll see how it goes. It didn't look good earlier for this launch because it was raining and thundering earlier. It's looking pretty good here. Yeah, toward, I mean, towards the west, it looks pretty clear. But you're right. Tom Swirls did say that there was some uh, cells coming through. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, so there's a lot of people coming in here that don't live here. Now, do you think John's going to come in here and start kicking people out or not? I don't think so. Somebody, somebody might knock him in the head. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, there's a lot of people in here and you can tell. And I like this, guys. I like that I see tons of people coming out here to see the rocket launch. I know a lot of you guys think that the space program is a waste of time. Dad, do you want to know what I read on social media? There was some idiot, some woman that was like, oh, we have all this problems with the coronavirus. Huh? Oh, God. Hold on. I got to come over here. I had to talk to my mom. She just gave me the news. It's been scrubbed. What'd they say? Scrubbed. Lightning. It's been scrubbed, guys. It's done. But this is, you got to get used to this in Florida. I've lived most of my life through 
the space program, during the shuttle program, and it happens all the time. So today's launch has been scrubbed with all these Florida showers and lightning storms. You got to get used to it. I can't even tell you the amount of times that I went over to the Space Coast to be able to watch a launch when I was married with my wife just for it to be canceled. So here, let me, I'm going to go out here and say, let these people know. Hey, just to let you guys know, I was watching the news that's been scrubbed. I mean, you got to get used to that here in the state of Florida. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been over to watch a launch and stuff. Are you guys local or Pittsburgh? I'm, I, I do a podcast. Is it okay? It's just audio. So now have you guys ever seen a launch before? I'm not going to get close to you because of the corona. Yeah, from the uh, Beeline Parkway. Oh, yeah? You, you have watched one before? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's good to see a lot of people out here to be able to see it because, you know, I think people forgot about the space program for so long. I'm going to come over here. I'm going to talk to my buddy, Pat. What's up, Pat? I'm not going to I'm not going to get close to you because of the corona. Just another day in paradise. Yeah, it got canceled. It got canceled. My buddy Patrick's here. Debbie, what's up? I'm not going to get close Hi. to you. <laughs> no, it's okay. We're all good. We're all germ-free. I know. Yeah. Well, I don't trust you. You you work at that one place. You come in contact with a lot of uh, suspicious people over there. So, and they followed us here, too. All these suspicious yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? How are you? I haven't seen you around in a while. I would here. Here. Elbow. 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 You guys doing okay? Oh, you were doing great. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. What you smoking there? A cigar. Um, now, what kind of cigar, though? 305 Light 100. Oh, all right. All right. Well, good. Well, it's good to see you. <laughs> all right. Well, it's good to see you. All right. I'm going to come over. What's up, Patrick? Here. Hold on. Elbow. Corona. Good to see you, man. Hey, now, I had to come over here. Got to gotta talk to Ivor. Ivor is my buddy from the United Kingdom. What's up, Ivor? Hello. How are you? Good, good, good. So, uh, sucks the rocket didn't go up. Oh, wow. I guess the, uh, Mr. Trump didn't have a, a loiter in his pocket to loiter the bloody rocket, so. <laughs> yeah. So, I got to ask you, how was the quail that I, that I gave you? Good. It was. Oh, it was yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Excellent. It wasn't too dry or anything because it is kind of a lean meat. Mm. It was a little dry, but then what we didn't eat the first time, I made chicken sal quail salad out of it. Oh, you did? oh, I bet that was good as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you guys got some use out of it at least. Yeah. Very, very much. All right. Yeah, it was good. Oh, mom, mom loved them. Mom loved them. Yeah, they loved them. And I did have a bite even though I've been dieting and working oh. out and stuff, so... Um, but they were good. Well, I'm glad you guys got some use out of them. Oh, yeah. So. That's excellent. Now, does the United Kingdom have a space program at all? Not that I know of, no. I mean, no, because, uh, I guess a gentleman hundreds of years ago, Guy Fawkes. Guy Fawkes? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, I guess he wanted to do something like that, but I guess he, he was going to set fire to the pissing, um, <laughs> oh, bloody hell, what was it? Um. Parliament. He was going to set for the Parliament, so... Yeah. All right. Everything else uh, good in y'all's life? Oh, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. All right, man. Well, I, I didn't mean to bother you. Sorry you came out here for nothing. That's, hey, well, that, 
Now they're saying Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Saturday. Right. All right, guys. Well, have a good one. Right. Oh, Premier League soccer should be back soon. I hope so, because I'm getting pissing tired of seeing that bloody foreign shit. Oh, the, the German League, the yeah. Bund Bundesliga, oh, whatever. Yeah. Yes, bloody ridiculous. See, that's the thing about it. Everybody, listen, one last thing, I'll let you go. Everybody wants to talk about these soccer leagues, but you can't beat the Premier League. Oh, no. You no. can't. Oh, you're no. still with him? So. All right, it was good to see you, Ivor. All right, man, bye. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?